0: Hello friends, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for our online Bible study. Let's talk about Jesus is the name of it because we, we need Jesus. Oh, how we need Jesus. And that's why the scripture says we are to look Unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith today, Amen. If you want, if you want to be discouraged, uh, look without. Look at all that is going on in our world today. Look at all of the headlines. Look at the chaos and the crises. Oh, and if you want to be equally discouraged, look within yourself for the resources you need to weather the storms of life that are intensifying in. In the last days. Ah, but if you want the strength and help and courage and consolation peace that you need hallelujah look unto Jesus amen we want to help you to do that today we want to bring you a teaching from the word of God uh, that will that will help us to weather the storms of life that will help us to not just not just survive the end times but to literally thrive in the end times I believe that God is able how about you today amen I'm not able. I dare say you're not able. But I know that God is able and God is faithful. And I want to touch to move from I can't do all things or do many things and in some cases do anything. Amen. But I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Now, that's not about working in miracles, the operation of the charismata or the gifts of the Spirit. No, it's about being equal to the challenge, whatever the challenge may be. Amen. The Apostle Paul faced many challenges, and he said, in myself, (laughs) in my flesh, there's no good thing. Uh, Not that we're sufficient as of anything in and of our self for our sufficiency is of God and because of that he said i can face anything i am equal to any challenge amen because of jesus christ and through jesus christ which strengtheneth me. We're going to bring a message today an important message for those of us living in these times. I don't know where you are in your spiritual growth and your spiritual development, but I want to give you a challenge today in this message no more children tossed to and fro, no more children tossed To and fro. I want to read the scripture from Ephesians 4 and verse 14 that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. I'm going to read this from the Amplified in a couple of paraphrases. We want to really get a handle on this challenge from the Word of God, this teaching. It says, no longer children, spiritually immature, tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea, and carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine, by cunning, by the cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men. And by the deceitful, by the deceitful a scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit. In fact, there was one scripture that that says they will make merchandise of you. They will see you as a dollar sign, not a partner to a ministry that wants to get Jesus to the world. No, they'll just see you as an asset to their their kingdom of wealth that they are building for themselves. The paraphrase says in a very practical way, no longer children forever changing our minds about what we believe because someone has told us something different and cleverly lied to us. Another one says no prolonged infancies among us. We will not tolerate babes in the woods, small children who are easy prey to predators. You see, we would we would not dare leave a, a, a baby in the woods to fend for itself because it cannot do that. That's why there needs to be spiritual growth and spiritual maturation or spiritual maturity that we be no more children. Because spiritual children, my dear friend, are not prepared for the deception that will really signify the soon coming of Jesus. That's what Jesus talked about in Matthew twenty four eleven when asked about the signs of His coming. He said, "...and many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many, and because iniquity will abound, the love of many will wax cold." It is this deception that will set up the beginning of the falling away. That day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. We, I believe, are in the beginning of sorrows and the beginning of the falling away. Spiritual children are easily misled. Children not only want to, they only want their way rather than God's will. You know, we've come through an era where we we think by faith we've actually been taught that by faith by some teachers, hyper faith I call it, that we can manipulate God and manipulate life by faith to, to cause us to more or less live in a bubble where we just get rich and we live in a, in a compound on a hill somewhere where nothing touches us and we just enjoy a, a, a peace that is brought about by not having problems and not experiencing pressures and having more than enough and, and Competing with with Hollywood and the Wall Street moguls. All friend of mine. That is not what biblical prosperity is all about. Certainly he will bless our giving. Certainly he will meet our needs. But he doesn't want us uh, jealous of the world. Envious of the world. You know the Bible said. My son let not thine heart envy sinners. Neither go ye after them. Listen to Second Timothy four three and four. It says, "For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears." It, 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 it's it's been forbidden really to say, "Thou will be done," and yet it's what Jesus taught us. To say and to pray when we pray in the pattern prayer lord teach us to pray thy kingdom come what thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven amen you can't pray his will be done when all you're praying is to get your way spiritual children want their way just like physical children want their way My children wanted things that I forbade them to have. I said, no, that's not good for you, and I'm not going to allow you to have it. I didn't give them their way because I wanted them to be safe, and I wanted them to be secure. If you're in a church where you're not challenged to grow, dear friend, today you are ill-equipped to stand the test and the tribulations and the temptations that would mark the last days. One translation, the Amplified said, Wanting to have their ears tickled with something pleasing to their own desires. This deception is nothing new, but it will intensify in the last days. Isaiah thirty nine and 10 said, This is a rebellious people, lying children, that will not hear the law of the Lord, which say unto the seers, See not, and to the prophets, Prophesy not unto us right things, speak unto us smooth things. Literally, they're asking for them to to prophesy deceits. It's giving place to the great deceiver himself, the devil, who through deception uh, and through the lies that he told Adam and Eve, was able to bring death upon this planet, spiritual and physical. No wonder many shall be deceived, because this attitude of rebellion, they are literally asking to be deceived, and the deceiver himself is invited in. This attitude of rebellion will allow deception to blind to the truth. Listen to 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2. It says, Now, the Spirit, Holy Spirit, capitalized here, speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having, having their conscience seared as a hot iron, now one 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 person uh explaining this said they will lie with straight faces until they begin to believe their own lies that's how deep the deception will go second timothy 2:13 it says but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived jesus put it this way if the blind follow the blind everyone will end up in the ditch together you you and i have to have to grow up and we have to wise up like the little boy that stood by his daddy in church and he was not yet able to 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 pronounce his his r's and they were singing that great old hymn rise up o men of god be done with earthly things, and he sung it to the top of his lungs. A little five-year-old, wise up, O men of God. Maybe he was accurate as well. Maybe we need to wise up, and then rise up. Amen. Evil men, Second Timothy, two thirteen. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. Become exponentially worse and worse, if you please. Deceiving and being deceived. We need to open our Bible. We need to open our hearts and we need to make sure that we want the truth even if it hurts even if it if it nails us uh, even if if we're the one that feels the conviction if it i I want a David attitude, I don't know about you, but David had failed, David had murdered to cover his sin, he murdered the innocent to cover his sexual sin, and he 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 did not ever want to fall into that deception and that trap again. And he asked God to search him. He said, search me, O Lord. Search me. Look in my heart. Look in my life. And and see if there's any unclean way. He wanted God to point it out to him. He didn't want to try to conceal and cover. You know, the scripture said, He that covereth his sin shall not prosper. But he that confesses and forsakes shall have and find mercy that's why david found mercy that's why David a man was restored. that's why a man's sin did not destroy him because he confessed his sin, he opened his life to God amen. listen, God's word is like a searchlight it's David said this, it's like a lamp unto my feet and it's a light unto my pathway. listen, we've been forewarned haven't we? second Peter 2 and verse 1 but there were false prophets among the people even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies even denying the lord who bought them and being and bring upon themselves swift destruction swift destruction a lot of these false teachers are, are living the high life. So I want to try to explain why God hasn't just rained fire or brought death or, and I don't wish that and I don't want that. You know what I want false teachers to do? I want them to come under the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I want them to repent of their sin just like we repent of our sin when we see it, when God brings it to light and the Holy Spirit brings it forward. So So that we can get it dealt with. And get restoration in our life. Amen. Denying the Lord who bought them. That's how deep the deception will go. Listen friend. When anyone teaches. That there's another way to forgiveness. And reconciliation to God. And they don't have to necessarily teach it as their doctrine. All they have to do. Is give credibility to other people ways to God other religions that teach that you can come to God this way in other words there's many ways to God and, and and we just make the choice of the one that is the good fit for us everybody's teaching that their truth is the truth but Jesus is the only teacher that died and rose from the dead and conquered death and ascended on high and promised to come back again. Every teacher and every leader of every world religion is dead. Dead, graveyard dead, and could not rise from the dead, therefore cannot conquer death for you and conquer death for me. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection, I am the life. Hallelujah. Amen, and no man comes to the Father except by me. It is this, this loud silence, if you please. Uh, I and mean, when people are quizzed and and they begin to, to variate from the faith and deny the Lord that bought them. How do they do that? By acknowledging there's other ways to God. Jesus death is not enough. Or it is not it is not the singular only way. Solo Cristo is not part of their creed. They're variating from the Bible and the words of Christ Himself. Amen. When anyone teaches, listen to me carefully, that there's another way to forgiveness and reconciliation to God. They are denying the blood of Christ as the only acceptable sacrifice for our sin. They are denying that the death of Christ is the only atonement for our sin. And they're not doing it as part of their necessarily Christian doctrine. They're they're doing it by acknowledging this, this christ isn't the only way his blood isn't isn't the only acceptable sacrifice to god there can be other ways there, there there's good people in this religion and and god you know he honors their goodness listen if we could go to go to heaven on our goodness jesus didn't need to go to the cross at all and all of that suffering in our behalf was in vain jesus said it didn't he in the garden of gethsemane father if there's any other way let this cup pass from me amen and he knew there was no other way there's no other way than the cross there's no other way than the shedding of his innocent blood his blood dear friend paid our ransom and we are redeemed He and he alone can save. I am the way, he said, the truth and the life, and no man comes to the Father except by me. The apostles taught this, that there's one God and one mediator between God and man, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. This is such an important truth today. So, it's not, it's not that they, it's not that they are, 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 are saying this as part of Christian doctrine. They're saying, oh, but, but really, you know, this is not, this is not really the only way. God, God is, is bigger than that. He, like one lady who wrote a book that was on the New York time, New York best sellers list for, for a long time, some time ago. And she talked about having a a near-death experience and going to the light and meeting Jesus. Now listen, not the Christ of Scripture, not the Christ of the Bible, but the Jesus. She said that she met. Now let me tell you something about these encounters and these experiences and these testimonies. The Bible warns us very clearly, and no marvel if Satan himself be transformed as an angel of light and his ministers as ministers of righteousness. Amen. The Bible teaches us that even if an angel... Appears and brings any other doctrine. Let him be anathema. Let him come under the strongest consternation and judgment of God that there can possibly be. Amen. The Bible teaches that it's better that a millstone be hung around someone's neck and cast into the midst of the sea than to, than to be a stumbling block to one of these little ones. We can't stay little ones, easily manipulated, easily deceived. We need to be challenged to grow in grace and grow in God and grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We need, in fact, to desire the sincere milk of the word that we might grow thereby. But we need to then graduate from the milk of the word. For the scriptures say that he that uses milk is not mature in the Lord. He that uses milk is still in those infant baby stages. We can't stay there. We mustn't stay there. Amen. We must grow up spiritually because strong meat belongs to those that are of full age who by reason of the exercises of their senses see what happens when you begin to grow in grace and grow in God. You become discerning people and you can discern good from evil even when evil presents itself as good you can you you'll get a check in your spirit you'll go back to the word to check things out you won't just go along with the 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 teacher or the preacher just because you like his looks or you like his presentation or or he seems or she seems to be so very knowledgeable and spiritual i encourage people to get in the word of god get the word of god in you amen because the word of god is a piece of spiritual armor amen <laughs> hallelujah and it is it is it is a the sword of the spirit Praise God. Amen. It's something that that the devil has no defense against. Because he's a liar. He's a deceiver. And when we put the truth before him, he cannot stand that. It's like a saber that is cutting both ways. Glory be to God. Amen. Listen, Jesus is our lamb. His blood Our sacrifice sprinkled on the mercy seat. His blood and His alone has paid our ransom. And we are redeemed. Hallelujah. He and He alone can save. Either He is a fraud, He is a liar, or He is who He declared Himself to be and who God declared Him to be. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And if anyone tries to come to the Father and climb up any other way, he is a thief and a robber. How is that? How can that be? Because they're taking this sacred truth away from him and him alone. It's his blood that sprinkled the mercy seat. It's his sacrifice that God accepted so today it's vitally important that we be no more children tossed to and fro by every and carried about by every wind of doctrine amen we've been we've been too long uh, away from the Word of God and just following following experiences for experience sake. I love God's presence. I'm a Holy Ghost filled preacher. I love to get in a worship service where I literally (laughs) feel and sense both physically, emotionally, and spiritually the presence of my God. I don't like an old dead church service, but I want some meat to chew on. Amen. I do not want spiritual pablum. I do not want a sermonette. For Christianettes that are going to try to stay in spiritual bassinets. I, I want to know not only who I believe, whom I believe. Amen. And I want to know what I believe and why I believe. And I want, I want to base it on a knowledge of the scripture that even an angel bringing anything other than what has already been brought to us. Amen. That I tell that angel, you move on down the line. You're talking to the wrong person. Amen. I have on the belt of truth. I have the sword of the spirit. I have the shield of faith. I am not tossed to and fro. I am not double-minded. That's what James was talking about when he said, but let him ask in faith nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven by the wind and tossed don't let that person expect to receive anything from the Lord. That's why the Apostle Paul said, I know whom I have believed. Hallelujah. And, there, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that that I have committed unto him against that day. Too many Christians with Bibles don't really know what the Bible teaches. And they're not willing to learn. They would rather go somewhere have, and get a word from the Lord. And I'm not saying God doesn't give words through ministers and ministries. But it's not the same as the word of the Lord. Amen. And God never attended a word from him to replace the inerrant eternal word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away. Man like the blade of of grass will pass away, but my word will abide forever. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For all that is in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life is of the world, and the world passes away. But he that does the will of God, abides forever. Where do we find this this will of God that we might obey it? We find it in the inerrant, preserved by the Spirit of God, Bible, the Word of God. Hallelujah. I want to declare today that I'm narrow-minded and (laughs) cross-eyed amen it's all right for for you that are part of my physical congregation here to say my pastor is narrow-minded and cross-eyed amen because i believe that jesus is who he declared himself to be and whom god declared him to be and that is the only mediator between god and man Hallelujah. And I believe that the cross of Jesus is the centerpiece of the gospel of Jesus Christ. As Paul said, I don't want to know anything among you except Jesus and Him crucified. I still preach Jesus as the only way to God, solo Cristo. Hallelujah. And I still preach Jesus and Him crucified. In First Corinthians thirteen eleven, the Apostle Paul said, When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, you see the transition, the maturity? I put away childish things, childish understanding, childish thoughts, childish speaking. Amen. When I I became a man. Now the Bible said these false teachers would bring on themselves swift destruction. What is the judgment that has fallen upon them already? They're deceiving and being deceived. Their conscience seared as a hot iron. They are, if, if that occurs, if God literally allows them to go deeper into the darkness by allowing them to be deceived. That is a horrible judgment. That is a horrible judgment. That means if they keep rejecting light, and they keep going deeper into darkness to fulfill their their, their treasuries, to fulfill their own pockets with gold and silver at the expense of people desperate for the real help and hope that Jesus has bought and paid for at the cross. Friend of mine, we need not be gullible. I will not pay one penny for what Jesus Christ bought and paid for with His precious blood. You can't put that on the marketplace and charge for it. Oh, my God in heaven, how did we ever come to a place where Christians, by the Thousands will follow false teachers and and make them rich and not demand an accountability for truth because they don't desire the pure, sincere, honest, true, unpolluted, unperverted, clear word of God that we might truly grow as men and women of the faith today the message of, of get rich will not help people in the perilous time it will be no consolation you can't you can't you can't isolate yourself from the events coming upon this world because of your riches there's no place to hide except in jesus christ and in the certain hope of his soon coming Praise God, there's a consolation in that and there's a consolation in no other. For the kingdoms of this world, amen, they are falling, they are shaking, they are destined to fall. And the message today is we can no longer remain children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine. Today, dear friend, if you're not in a church where you are challenged by the Word of God and you're taught the Word of God and you can mark the Scriptures and you can read it for yourself, you need to take an inventory. Are you just going because you're friends? Are you going because it's fun? Are you going because you enjoy the, the, the spectacle of, of the pre-planned entertainment instead of deep worship? that allows the Holy Spirit to look deep inside us, bring to light anything that we need to repent of, and cause us to grow in grace and grow in God. Hallelujah. Oh, I urge you today, don't, don't continue to stay a a child in this day of such deception Because you will not survive this day. You will go with the flow. You will. There's a way. Proverbs said there's a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof is the way of destruction. And the judgment that is upon these false teachers is that they are getting worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, telling lies with a straight face until, listen, until they begin to believe their own lie. And they never come to a place of Holy Spirit's conviction. They never come to a place of repentance. It's not because they can't. It's because they keep choosing darkness over light. And part of it is this great temptation that we are forewarned against. They that would be rich. That is the goal of their heart and life and all of their seeking and they see every scripture in the lens of the material and the physical and they don't at the expense of the spiritual and eternal they that would be rich fall into many deceitful deceitful snares and hurtful sins and literally they bring it on themselves and I pray today if you're following that that cannot be verified by the word of god that you begin to think about your own soul and your own circumstance and you demand you 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 become a person <laughs> that says i uh, listen when i was a child you might have pulled this on me one person put it this way i was born at night but it wasn't last night praise god we are we are destined to mature And when we do, we become people, not just discerning of spirits, that's a gift, but people of discernment. And we're able to discern good from evil, even when evil presents itself as good. We are even able not to just check out preachers and teachers, we're able to check out angels themselves. And if they bring another gospel, a mighty, glowing, spiritual being, and oh, of course they're not coming with horns and tails, they're coming as an angel of light, glistening, beautiful, but if they say something different from the word of God that is granted to us, preserved for us, so that we can discern, let that angel be anathema, let that angel come under God's harshest judgment and consternation. Amen. Too many little ones are being led astray. And it's not just those false teachers. It's because they are staying little ones. They are not wanting to grow up and take on accountability and responsibility. They would rather stay babies. And they are gullible. And the enemy is like a wolf in sheep's clothing and we're told to beware of them and you can't recognize it if you're a stay on spiritual pablum you got to get some meat man you got to get some wheat meat lady you got to grow up in god and i want to be challenged i i i I want to be challenged every time i go to church I'm, i'm not here to be defeated I'm not here to be deceived. I am here not to just survive these times. I want to thrive in these times. And I want to represent a kingdom and a king that cannot be defeated. How about you today? Listen, as we close this broadcast today, no more children. I challenge you. To get in the word of God. And get the word of God in you. And demand that truth be told. Even if your own flesh flinches when it comes. It's going to help us crucify the flesh and the lust thereof. That that we no more are subject to it. And therefore subject to the devil's temptations and deceptions. We are now crucifying the flesh, taking up our cross, and following Jesus all the way to the end. Hallelujah. Enduring till the end and experiencing not only salvation, but a testimony and a victory that will cause others to come to know Him. If you don't know Jesus today as your Lord and your Savior, the Scripture says you're without God, you're without hope, In this world. You're without God. And you're without hope. What an awful place to be. When your hope was always in your riches. In man's systems. In the government. In the military. In the medical community. What happens when banks fail. If they fail. What happens when governments topple. As they often do. What happens When man's systems short-circuit, what happens? What happens when the doctor with the best medicine and best technology comes out, shaking his head, and says, I can't do anything more. Oh, where could I go, the song says. Where could I go? Seeking a refuge for my soul. Where could I go? but to the Lord. Today I'm going to ask you, where would you go? Where can you go? If you don't know Jesus Christ, where will you run to? Where can you hide? Where is your hope? Where is your help then? Ah, friend, let's come to Christ. Let's confess our sin. Let's receive His forgiveness. Let's receive the Father's pardon and blessing. (laughs) and let's have hope. Let's have hope and peace, grace and peace be unto us. Until Jesus comes, we can have courage and consolation. We can have peace and we can have joy. Come to Jesus. Run to Jesus. He'll wrap his arms around you and he'll never let you go. (laughs)